0: Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie
1: It's the Football Manager Football Show, it is episode number 111. It's also St. Patrick's Week, and technically on the day of release is St. Patrick's Day, so happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, you're not releasing it on Thursday, when we're recording it? No, because we got to stick to the Friday, it's about consistency and quality. New podcast. Quality. Every Friday. <laughs> what the fuck are you out of a quality? Friday is St. Patrick's Day. Some people will be waiting for it Friday morning. Don't want to surprise them or scare them with a Thursday night release, but this is what we do. It is episode 111. My name is Ken McGuire, joined in studio as always by... Shane, Shane Patrick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and Robbie Dowling. And Robbie Dowling. How are you, Robbie?
2: Good. I normally you? get drunk on the day before St. Patrick's Day. Why? Because, like, you don't have, generally, it's falling on a Friday now, so it'll Correct. work out for people. And I had the next day booked off because I'm going to Scrappermania, Correct. which is the Irish equivalent to WrestleMania. But, like, when I was in college, I never understood people getting drunk on St. Patrick's Day because you had to go to college the next day. Yeah. Not that I went to college that much. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to always just drink the night before, so I'd have the day to recover the next day.
1: That's not a bad idea. That's why I went to college. Yeah. Didn't we have the big COVID shutdown on St. Patrick's Day or the day after St. Patrick's was Day? Was the day off? Was that not the thing? It was the day after. Was it the 18th of March? Like 20, yeah. Because it was like, and it like it made St. Patrick's Day like one of the biggest St. Patrick's Day things of like Of all time. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had COVID for it anyway. Well, this is This is a thing. That was a long time ago. It was ago, the first then. year back with the parades, isn't it? Uh, no, it was the last for year. some of them. They were there last for some, year. For some, for and, some of them, though. No. And they were there last year because you were on air. Last year? Were you on, I'm
0: pretty sure you were on air last year.
1: Was or it? Or were you on air last year? Was it, were you in the studio? No, last year? no. St. Patrick's, so right.
0: Patrick's in last year was a Thursday. Because okay, West Ham were, West we're playing Sevilla in the Europa League. And I watched The Dark Knight and then I had to drop my sister into town because she was going out and I had nobody to go out with.
2: Maybe I went out. With, <laughs> uh, I went, I went early day drinking
0: that day. Oh, jeez. Or
1: maybe that was it. You were in Christie's with Castle Warren.
2: No, no, no. I, I went out with Diane. And I went early drinking that day and I was... Back at home in bed by like half a ordered a Sullivan's pizza mushroom one. that came with honestly one, four one, mu- one mushroom, one that was mushroom. chopped up in four <laughs> four little pieces.
1: It's just a massive. And I, pizza. I was so
2: disgusted. I was like, Diane, you got to them. You send them a picture of that mushroom
1: pizza, and they sent us out a voucher because they it was. So who express. did I send my pictures of Packy Bonner to? Like oh, I was you sta- you I, wa- I was standing on the corner of the street in Kilkenny, the parade yeah, yeah, yeah. was on, and all of a sudden everybody's like, Oh my god, there's Packy Bonner. And you're like, What? I and I look straight across and right outside the bookies on the corner, here was Packy Bonner smiling, laughing, and then like a couple of hours later he's below in the pub posing for selfies with everybody. I'm fairly sure with people from here as well
0: people like, from here on a hen party reminiscing that the, was that the day I remember yes yes, yes, I, don't remember yes. I don't know why I've
1: reminiscing one of the greatest moments in Irish football history with Packy Bonner saving that penalty yeah you must get
0: bored stiffless talking I would never get bored could you, you, ma- like could you that. imagine a bunch of drunk Irish people on St. Patrick's Day coming up to him talking about that
1: but like we, we we the night we met Ronnie Whelan and Carlo at the thing, and like the only thing everybody wants to talk about is what happened at Euro '88. And he's like, "Yep, yeah, here's the story." And I'd say it just gets better with each telling, even though he's been telling it for like thirty years. I
0: must be bored, though. You you must just constantly does anybody want to talk about anything else in my presence at all? I don't no, don't ever? I ever. D-
2: you want to talk about the time like, that Warren won the double? Like
0: I'll talk about that all all day, all long. day long. I don't I'm, know. Like I'm <laughs> sure, like you would always be proud of it, but it's like. Paki, take us back to that day in Italy in 1990. All the time, every time, everywhere you go.
1: Yep. And he does it with a smile on his
0: face. He does it. If you, if you remember those pictures, <laughs> he wasn't smiling too much now.
1: Uh, Shoutouts. Well. Shoutouts uh, for this week. Jack Best what a name the man with the the man with the best name in the, the best football Jack manager uh, community uh, tells us that he has gone back to Riga for a bit to forget about his Salzburg fiasco so he's been doing this director of football challenge at Salzburg and director of football pretty much emptied his squad and left him with a, a a bit of a mess to sort out cohesion wise and team wise and dynamic wise he finally managed a flawless league season and he made the Europa League final only to be well beaten by Arsenal uh, he used a reputation boost for the club in order to some wonder kids has sustained he feels that sustained European What's the reputation
2: boost for the club? Oh, he went
1: into the editor? You, no you don't go into the so you win the competition and your club reputation oh, yeah, goes yeah, up yeah. so for example I know that from uh, Benfica winning the league last season Oh who gives a fuck? They have gone up seven places up to uh, seven places up to 20th in Europe I think that's how, so you would imagine as the 20th most reputable club in Europe that you stand a little bit better chance in the transfer market. He says he found a, de- a defensive-minded 4-4-2 variation that just seemed to neutralise the better teams. He couldn't believe the progress. He's no Latvian wonder kids. He did get a couple of solid performers. A guy called Raymond Krolis as a, a forward. Christers Tober as a defensive mid and a full-back. Gustav Timofejevs. Jesus as an advanced playmaker uh, and Roberts Ivanovs as a full half or centre half he says he can't remember if the last two were early regions uh, or not they could be in the Riga under 18s if they are real the first two were a little bit older so they're likely to be around uh, somewhere then we had CT on comms uh, who's uh, looking for a shout for his current save dawn of a new titan Lancaster City he's currently top of league one primed for promotion uh, to the championship from a starting position In the NPL. Not too bad.
2: Uh, Kai Chip was on to me. He goes, uh, We were talking a bit about wrestling as well. And he says he's looking forward to hearing how the three of us get on this season with being different clubs, which should be interesting. Andy underscore. We're we're hardly ever the same club. You leave Kai Chip alone, alright right? All right. You leave fucking Kai Chip alone. It's not like we're talking about Lee Riggs here. Okay,
1: okay, okay.
2: Um,. Andy underscore AVFC, which I imagine is Aston Villa Football Club, who Tom Hanks apparently supports because he likes the name Aston Villa, but underscore Havana said... (laughs) No, honestly, that's true. That's like
1: picking a horse at at Cheltenham because, oh, I like the lad with the blue. But apparently that's
2: true because we were talking about on Casey Lawyer's breakfast show today, we were talking about Julia Roberts and Old Trafford and Pep Guardiola giving out about that, so that... Sat off something in my head, and I was like, Oh, okay, who are famous people that support clubs? Daniel Craig supports uh, Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. And we were talking about that, and apparently Tom Hanks supports Aston Villa. Anyway, great episode, lads. Uh, Really helped with the Monday morning blues. How could you miss Cadet of Celtic? 30 goals in 37 games. Also, tell Robbie he could add assistant manager best position tab to his squad to help him with players' positioning. So I was like, Don't mention anybody's fucking names because Ken is just going to get you know, hard-on for it and go off and buy him and he goes, I'm sure he could just edit him in. I could. You could. I and don't, you, but I could. You probably You probably will. I probably will. Uh, big shout out as well to Sooner Jetta who had some assignment thing in graduate school. I don't know, he got like 100% in everything
1: which looked fairly impressive I'm currently writing another paper it's been keeping him from his football manager duties yep. he's, he's getting around there Gaffer Graymo was in touch uh, Graymo does the technical area uh, podcast as well he says he just sold his best player halfway through the season in order to balance the books I think I've had to do something like that before he says he can't wait to spend tomorrow as in St. Patrick's Day drinking to help him forget Woo-hoo! about the good days good lord above Tyler, did forget the, about the good days about the good days you know
2: why do you want to forget about Good debt? I, I don't know. You ask Graham. Brendan Pym uh, says he hopes I already got 2K23 already. It says it bangs on the PS5. My problem with 2K22 is the loading times. So I'd uh, I'd go into the creator wrestler because the community creations are great. So you could literally transform the game into a completely different company if you wanted to and downloaded all the wrestlers from the other company. But because I did it so much, it's like spanned up my PS5 folder. I was folder. just about to say that. And right? it, it, it took, so it takes so long to load anything so um hopefully 2k 23 with this being
1: the second version on a PS5 will be a lot faster with that kind of thing Uh, Tyler Devine was in touch beautiful name he has uh, inherited this is the the Porto squad that he's taken over he says that he's inherited a squad that is absolutely stacked down the middle uh, and up front he's going to have to buy a centre back maybe too thinking he might run the old diamond for a season in Portugal oh
2: Sainabar like Ah,
1: uh, until he can get some wing backs because he's been dying to run a five at the back formation that's what you're doing this season yeah no tinker you fancy f- lame five at the backside of things say fancy fucking. going, go on just say fancy fuck <laughs> Brian Cook was in touch ah. uh, Jesse Marsh challenge that he is doing um, that we spoke about last week he says he's way overachieving for an expansion site he gave uh, STL which is uh, St. Louis City uh, a good old rattle as well and a good base to build on but he's looking forward to finding the club to win his MLS supporters shield with also says that MLS academies uh, are pure cheap Code. He finished. Uh, the board expect Jesus Christ. The board expectation was to finish bottom of the league, bar maybe two or three dips. I can see in his performance over the season. He got 17 wins out of 28. Finished top uh, with 59 points. Zhao Klaus with 20 goals, uh, and then in the Supporters Shield. Uh, Same story. I don't know if these are the things because I still don't understand the MLS. Uh, He was winner in the playoff, third place playoff for the League Cup and in the US Cup he was knocked out in the quarterfinal by the San Jose Earthquakes. Though the board expectation was to reach the quarterfinal which isn't uh, so bad. Board expectations. uh, Have either of you looked at what they might be for this season?
2: Uh, Yeah, I'll get a bit into it in a second but uh, mid table finish for the league um, and just be competitive in the Pokal. Okay. Exact same for
0: me. Mid
1: table, yeah. competitive. Yeah. Yeah, I get competitive for the Pokal and top half finish expected for Frankfurt. For Frankfurt?
2: Yeah. David David Lovegold once wants all the photos of our teams. I did it. Send oh, them really? send them out. At
1: FMF show I just put yeah, I just give, put out a, a squad advice. list. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, I definitely need some advice on on how to play Bayern. Uh, we'll talk about that very shortly. Um, uh, had, spoiler alert: they're absolutely unplayable. Um, but where we are for this week, our oh, sooner jet is also on season two of Wrexham. Of oh, the Wrexham save! Sorry, he's
2: five draws, one win, one loss, twenty-eight man squad, plus twenty players in his under eighteen team. Haven't played it over a month though,
1: due to the writing the paper. Uh, And who else was, uh, there was last one, we have one last one that came in. Ethan Hawkins is back in the fold. He says he's finally had his laptop fixed so he can play full fat football manager again. Not just mobile, but because he's so skint, he's back playing football manager 20, starting with Leicester. Currently uh, sat fifth uh, just going into January. And it was an interesting one because you like to play the older versions of football manager as well. Is it David
2: Goodger FM? Is playing as a front three of Ronaldo, Perez and Marco Del Vecchio
1: Oh that's the that's Pablo the in behind him just The 97-98 so database Is that what we were talking about? No uh, as in play older versions of the game like I, I met a oh, chap in yeah, the yeah. shop um, I'm still playing 22 like I, my single save is still 22 That's the thing I, is like, I opened up I opened up 22 last week just to have a look through where we had been and see how some of my solo stuff had finished out I have that that kind of itch with the Augs Air save that I was doing I haven't gotten them promoted to see if I could do anything more with them once they're in the top tier in France but I was chatting to a a chap in the shop last week as it happened we had a good chat uh, about all things football manager and he's only in the last fortnight um, moved from Football Manager 17 to Football Manager 20 mm. largely because he got 20 free on, on Epic yeah, or Steam or something the pandemic, during the pandemic I never played any of that but he just got so engrossed in a Limerick City save in 17 that he just kept it going and he's gone like 10, 15 seasons deep in League of Ireland stuff has him knocking around Europe has a really solid squad as well so uh, interesting to see yeah, there's,
2: how, there's loads of shoutouts uh, Miller underscore Gamer12 said uh, shout out, go check out the podcast well fair play yeah that, the, the, which is pretty badass FMGNG which I assume is gang said he had his first win he's winning got no game. the tie oh. in second round of qualifying going into second lead with a 3-1 lead maybe we read that, this out last week yeah that was his
1: UCD University challenge we're uh, keeping an eye on his league yeah, of i just terrible at there. keeping up with all this fucking social media stuff you are you are uh, let's recap on where we are for last week so we are just finishing off the preseason side of things in Germany we're about to go into the first round of the DFB Pokal, uh, where we've all been drawn against kind of uh, Bundesliga three slash non league uh, sides. For me, um, I won the friendly cup competition. Uh, which was two games. Then it'd be Kaffenburg 4 0, Sack 3 0, Reid 5 1, uh, and then Chelsea 3 uh, 1. I thought that was going to be like a really fruitful start to things. We've scored 20 something goals across the course of preseason, conceded 1, 2, 3, 4 goals in six games, which wasn't too bad. Defensively, I thought we were looking solid. Sure enough, the opposition, Barrett, Chelsea, were a bit cack. Um, but. Maybe, maybe kind of, I don't know, like a, a false, uh, false sense of security going into the league because I, I had a waffle night of it last night. Uh, so I get first involved away. Well, I have three friendly games. You do, and or then, two friendly games, uh, and then I'll have I'll have Byron in the league. So you're on you're on friendly duty. So you've just come off playing Man United, which we did last week. Who, who you had beaten as well?
2: Yeah, and uh, I went up against Real Madrid. Because, you know, want to bring in a bit of money. I throw in Fabi Martins instead of an injured Iago, but uh, I kind of basically keep the team the same. And I go one up very, very quickly after a fantastic piece of passing. Kyoto scores with boy Kalmar setting him up. We just bounced the ball around. It was lovely to see. It looks like uh, Madrid have Declan Rice as well playing centre-back for them. Uh and they're taking pot shots Madrid from fucking everywhere like I think I i seen 10 shots with one on target at one stage Damn. we had uh, a lot more possession uh, Valverde though equalised for them Asenio marched up the left pulls back Valverde unmarked it was one all at half time but as I said we had like I think we were like 60% possession they were 40 which against Real Madrid is class now they had more shots but they were all off target um, I make a lot of subs then and I can't manage to get fucking one shot off in the second half uh, Tony Cruz then makes it two with a screamer. Um, I tell uh, a guy that I have in my team called Godwin to mark Benzema. <laughs> the fuck is Godwin going to do against Benzema? Like if anyone remembers wrestling, the Godwins were like hog farmers in wrestling. Oh, Jesus. so that's where my All connotations right. are with a name like Godwin. A uh, little Demi Moore because fuck win a paltro. Benzema then just on ninety minutes gets a penalty and I lose the game three one. Yeah. And then afterwards, the team come to me and they voiced their displeasure over training. Did
1: they they give you a reason? Mine is to do with the quality of technical training.
2: I didn't even look at it. I was like, why are you giving out to me? I delegated that shit. Went, looked, hadn't delegated Uh, it. I had to go and delegate it then. I was like, fuck.
1: Yeah, like this happens, this tends to happen a lot around pre-season, whether they just want less quickness and they want less this or more this or more blah, blah, blah. Just get game time into them and kind of work their way through it um, I, I would kind of hope now to be fair I did notice uh, on the Frankfurt side of things that the training the distribution of of work for the coaches uh, is very heavy on four or five coaches. Like they might be looking at kind of four or five different roles. Yeah. Typically for that, I try to kind of, if I could get a coach per role or like worst case two coaches per role, but then you're expanding your coach. Like,
2: yeah, like, well, I fucking hate the standard standard way they're standard. coming
1: to me going, this person would make
2: a suitable bloody bloody bat. And I'm like, I you, have, like, that's fucking delegated. Don't come to me with that shit. I'm coaching here or I'm not. I'm picking a team and then I'm throwing them out there. <laughs> that's all I want to do now. I'm. I'm just. To be honest, like we're all. F- I think we're all fairly because the nights are getting later because I have fucking um, uh, rehearsals. So, like, I think we're all just a bit. F- I'm a bit tired at this stage of just looking at it, going, oh fucking! Yeah. I don't know any of the names. That's why I would have been re- reinvigorated with like a Manchester United, Manchester City, Liverpool, Sev. I mm-hmm. think that would have been perfect because, like, you don't have to do much thinking. You can just buy the biggest fucking stars and just go fucking hard at it. Like, but this, you're like, oh, who the fuck is A- A- Augsburg? I'm not even saying the name right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you'd, I'm be, just say- like, you'd be saying it right if you finished off I of the have league. one guy that I cannot even
1: pronounce. I, let me, I'll go find, find the fucking spelling of it, right? Robbie, f- your pre season, where does it finish or where does it start? Celtivigo. Uh, Vigo. That's Celta it Vigo. S- sorry. Jesus Christ. <sighs> They're Spanish anyway.
0: Yeah. Celta Vigo um, at home in a friendly. Uh, it's my first home game actually and my last friendly of the preseason. Matoma has a chance from a tight angle that's well saved at the back post. They actually hit the top of the crossbar with a looping header but it never looked like it was going in. And then Mayena pinches the ball high up the pitch and gives it to Vidra, who has a tame effort that goes over the bar. I've been the better team for the first 15 minutes but to be honest which it's a really Boring game. Maena then gets fouled. He's my right winger. He gets fouled, and I get a penalty. Uts sends the keeper the wrong way, and I go one nil up after 37 minutes. That's it. Half time. Ten shots to two. Two of them shots have been on target, so not great. But none none shot, no shots on target for them. An xG of 1.78 to 0.04, and I'm at 60% possession. So happy enough with the stats. Happy that I'm leading one 0 and I am dominating against quite a capable outfit. Uh, Second half begins. Virda has a shot that's well saved. Uh, But then they equalise through Gabriel Fernandez after a brilliant cross from the left finds him free in my six yard box and he volleys home to make it one all after 83 minutes. That was disappointing, but I have to say that the game kind of I lost control of it. Uh, He actually scores again nearly an identical goal. Goes left, percost in, he volleys it home from about four yards out. He's free in the middle of of my box again, but it's called back for offside. So the game ends one all. I've had 16 shots they've had 5 5 on target for me 2 for them An XG of 2.16 for me and 0.69 for them they dominated a lot of the second half though getting it back up to 49% possession I had 51 Um, so happy enough with the performance Uh, result wise look it's it's not a defeat it's the last day of preseason so the result isn't the overwhelming important thing here but uh, yeah I feel like I'm in good stead going into the league campaign uh, it was a pretty uneventful game if I'm being honest with you so I'm not going to expand on it too much longer but just generally with preseason, happy enough Matoma has been a good sign and probably need one or two more we'll see where that goes but yeah it's kind of pleasantly pleased heading into the start of the DFB Pokal and uh, Bundesliga
2: Elvis <laughs> hag.
1: Who, who? El- Exactly who Like why am I managing this man His first name is called Elvis Elvis Wreckhickebeck Surely you've got some kind of pun That you can throw That's There's Elvis There's fucking related.
2: loads of names like this I'll just call him fucking Elvis But
1: like Augsburg's midfielder All shook up As Elvis dominates With second half performance
2: you the think I'm writing For the fucking
1: stars The Daily it.
2: Mirror The German The Augsburg Daily
1: no Why not uh, Robbie uh, uh, Any sign of Viago Aspas Playing 90 minutes For Celta Vigo no?
0: Jesus I don't know Ken You'd think I would Look at that stuff But um, no I, I um, My disdain For Viago Aspas After that <laughs> that short corner against Chelsea in 24 and Liverpool fans will know what I'm talking about Liverpool were 1-0 behind against Chelsea the day um, Stephen Gerrard slipped I suppose as well every football fan will remember Steve
2: Gerrard Gerrard yeah, he fell know. on his fucking Fancy. arch. he gave it to
0: Demba Bar Steve Gerrard Gerrard you have a lot going well in your life clearly Um and then he played a short corner and he actually just gave a straight to a Chelsea player couldn't play the short corner and I have not liked Thiago Aspas since but he did have one hell of a renaissance since he moved back to Spain with Celta Jesus, Vigo and there's certain did, players yeah. like that like I remember Luis Alberto as well he's gone with Lazio now he's absolutely flying it one of the best players in Serie Di- Diego Farlan. yeah there's certain players it just like, doesn't work out for them at like, one club does at another Because
1: uh, I don't know even if he managed like 10 appearances 15 appearances for, for Liverpool I'd say, oh, I'd say at, a, at a stretch Like, he but he, he's now Celta Vigo's top goal scorer. Oh yeah, and he has been like, for a good boy, five, a six, seven years. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he's a really, really good striker. Lucas Perez is another one for Arsenal that came from Deportivo La Coruña. Oh,
2: oh, they were fucking class. They back were in such there. a good team. But no, Mendieta Arch, Arch Arch no, was
0: Valencia, wasn't it? Yeah, he was Valencia. But that this is a long time after the peak of Deportivo. To be fair, but he came over to Arsenal. He was really poor, and he's gone back now. And I know he's maybe down the bottom tiers because Deportivo are struggling. But um he was a top top quality player. Um, was Lucas Perez but just didn't work out for Arsenal. so there's certain players that suit certain leagues I think more so than others you know and, and people think oh they didn't work out in the Premier League because the other leagues are handier but there's there are examples of English players and British players going from the Premier League to foreign leagues and them not working out yeah. um, so I, d- I do think that you know Anthony Stokes went to
2: was it Celtic? no he went to was it Anthony Stokes who went to fucking no Anthony Stokes then another Irish midfielder sorry another Irish striker Sheridan No I went to Venetia With the nice jerseys Oh fuck He was on loan I think he's at Middlesbrough now or he went on loan From Brighton
0: Jeez I don't know I'm,
1: just, get, think, no? I'm just thinking Of that Deportivo team When you had uh, Roy who, It was Roy McCoy Who else was up front uh, Tristan Aaron Connolly Sorry Aaron. Aaron oh, Connolly
2: Oh Aaron Connolly You had Diego Tristan Up, to, up, up top For Diego Deportivo Diego Tristan
1: Lionel Scaloni played in that type of winning team, did he? Car- oh, I'm looking Car- at Car- the Dar- champion,
2: Champions League score. Car- Car- Man- yeah, L- Lionel Scaloni. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I have Calgary next. Didn't Correct. even realize the game was on. Lost two one. Simple, simple like that. Yeah, I, I forgot that towards the end of the Madrid game I put it on only comes Yeah. So I I, I click continue and then like I I went out for something. I came back in and I thought, oh, I mustn't have hit continue but I was actually just on the well the halftime the computer, screen. No, and I just it. click continue again, and uh,
1: yeah, I lost the one. Done it, done it.
2: Done I went it. with normal bonuses as well because I couldn't offer high bonuses.
1: I can't offer high bonuses either because of my either financial or transfer transfer budget predicament. Do the bonuses come out of the transfer budget? I did, don't I, know. did I miss the memo on that somewhere? I've already had to adjust my transfer budget down. I had to give up like four or five million in order to balance the wages. Because the wages are running just shy of a million quid a week, uh, which is really kind of eaten into stuff. But uh, I've taken a, I've taken a few million out of it. Before we get into the league side of things, we get the Bundesliga top goal scorer odds from scoreline.ie. Well, Ta-da. Did I see the screenshots? You and your fucking editor. <laughs> Sadio Mane is the 4-7 to favourite uh, to be top goal scorer in the Bundesliga. Uh, Kramerich for Hoffenheim in second. Makoku for Dortmund. Uh, Jonathan Burkhardt for Mainz, uh, who supposedly comes very, very, very uh, good, or eventually comes good. Uh, Timo Werner and Sheraldo Becker for Union Berlin. So none of us feature in, in there, and I don't think any of us have a show in at the, the top player side of things as well. As well uh, anybody with any transfer business no before, I have no money before the league side of things anyone in or out N- uh, no but I seen that Bayern Munich brought, uh, brought in Udagi
2: Udagi um, who I found this really weird uh, so he played with oh fucking Italian team I used to manage him Udinese it's, not Sessuolo Udinese yeah um, he played with Udinese and got sold to Tottenham for 18 million Got loaned back, it looked like to Udinese. And then, so never played for Tottenham. Didn't play much for Udinese when he got loaned back. Then I think he was loaned back again in this season before Munich came in and bought out his loan for 40 million. Jesus. He was bought for 14 million, barely played, and went to Bayern for 40 million fullback. Just because they have loads of money. I don't know. Like, like the AI sometimes just makes these stupid purchases, and well, like the it does for especially AI, AI. I know it's Man United do it a lot in this game. They're just bringing in fucking people that never, never, never work out or never play really.
1: But you do that when you're Man United as well. Like no, you're, you're. You're not telling me like last season you had like 700 million quid in the bank. You had every amazing player that was. Yeah, possible. And they play them all.
2: Look, I'm on my team here now. Let's go to my tactics, right? Uh, I have De Gea in goal with Onana as a backup. Got him for free. I have Wan-Bissaka, Maguire, Varane and are as my back four with uh, Zabarni in there as well. And I brought in a few lads that I sold off for big money. Uh, Bellingham and Kessie. I got Kessie in for free. Um... I have Rashford, Fernandez, Mbappe and Haaland And I got Mbappe for free Then on my bench I have Gravenberch, Sesko Tony Cruz Who I got for free uh, Luke Shaw Ramos um, I have fucking loads of lads in there Musiala is in there Jane Sancho is in there I have Makuku coming in next season Jesus And I got a load of these lads on a fucking free. Like, my my net transfer um, has been absolutely fucking class. Like, this season, I spent 127 million, and that was bringing in a guy called Thierry Small and Makuku for next season, but I sold off 254 million worth of players. The season before that, I spent 208 million, but that's because I went on a spending spree towards the end um, and sold 220 million worth of players. And then the season before that was. was 277 million in and 75 million
1: out but I bought okay, you so you're pretty much you're close to net at that stage like. yeah pretty much Yeah, I brought in
2: uh, Jude Bellingham for 110 million just for the crack and that's what made my 200 and, uh, him and Musiala I just brought him in because I had the money because yeah. I brought in Mbappe, Onana Pablo Dybala for free Kessie for free and Sesco for free and then sold Dybala for like 90 million in January so got him in for free and then sold him for 90 million in January
1: not bad. This is why I want to be Man United. <laughs> exactly. This is why you want to be Man United, and not Augsburg, and not in Germany. But that's where we are. Transfers. I have. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty much done in dusted. So last week I had signed uh, Mario Vuskovic. Um I forget where I actually signed him from, but uh, he's in and he's decent. He's got a bit of a hot head on him, though. Uh, I've also added Frankfurt's record signing, uh, which is Amar Dedic. Uh, who's coming in from Rebels Salzburg. Um, It's a deal kind of worth 15 or 20 million over a couple of seasons when you add in all the bonuses. Uh, And the last signing I made was for Emmanuel Emega from Sturm Graz. 5 million up front and then kind of 10 million in bonuses uh, over two years in fees. Uh, And he looks class because uh, who was I trying to get in oh it was Donnie Malin last week I was trying to get it was going to cost me like mad money um, so he's coming in on the cheap but already kind of worth 35 million quid uh, there so then we go into the first round of the cup um, I have the, this is the first round of the DFB Pokal where we're supposed to be competitive uh, I have involved. Who I have uh, never heard of and can't pronounce half of their squad. Uh, I do start Beljo. He's only going to get forty-five minutes. The fans are uh, mad to see Amega. Uh, he, I hope that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, he does get clipped in the box thirteen minutes in, but it's waved away. Like we're attacking from the off. It takes us twenty minutes to get off the mark. Uh, Dedic at left back threading a lovely through ball to Kolumuani into the box finds Bore who's the AMC, uh, unmarked, or unbarked, as I have written here, uh, and he fires home from eight yards. So he almost has a second and 24 minutes. We don't have to wait much longer for it, though. Uh, Haig with a low ball in from the right of the box, onto the feet of Moani, inside the six-yard box, makes it 2-0. 30 minutes into the game, they haven't had as much of a shot on goal while we've racked up 18. Though I'm, I'm the whole kind of work from boxing telling players to control their stuff uh, doesn't seem to have changed Uh, an awful lot like they are whipping shots from 20-30 yards out so by the time we have 18 shots on goal only 5 of them are actually on target 2-0 at half time could have been a third it did have Belger hit the post close to the break Uh, Omega comes on for his debut he starts the second half Boré heads to the bench uh, which allows Valakari to come on Colin has an effort cleared off the line 2 minutes after the the restart Omega hits the post on 52 but gets a debut goal on 57 minutes a long ball to Valakari this is the Scottish born Finnish attacking midfielder he's uh oh, 23 if you haven't seen him look him up I think he's alright uh, gets flicked on from Omega to the edge of the box get the tone it um with two lads on his shoulder as well. I think at 3 0, it's game over. Switch it to only comes. And then Valakari wins and scores a free kick from about 20 yards out. Sticks it in the top left corner. We finish 4 0, 70% of the ball at 4.6 XG. 44 shots on goal. Um, but only 13 of them are on target. Who did you get, Robbie,
0: in the cup? In the cup. You're uh, in You're in Dungan. U E R D I N. Use your fucking Indian. words. Uring dingen. Urendingen. Urendingen. Urendingen is up next away in the first round of the cup. <coughs> Game starts and there's nobody in the stadium, which is weird. And I'm not going to use the word literally because it's the wrong word to use. But I mean, I did Fig- not see anybody in the stadium. <laughs> I don't know if it's even figured it, it was like, just
1: like actually nobody I'm just in the stadium.
0: conscious of what. Was it empty? Adverb I use because I, know, I didn't see anybody. the game was on and I was looking around like you know it shows you you a full scope of the stadium and you're like you get a few flares you'll get something yeah like there's nobody here and then the game is on itself and obviously I can't see the whole stadium at that stage but I was like there's nobody in the stadium wow so I can't use literally figuratively virtually or anything because genuinely there may not have been anybody in the stadium but I can't say for sure so I'm just going to say there's nobody in the stadium Oot is sent through but he drives wide from close range there's a big chance should have finished it 22nd minute Matoma slips in Vidra after some good play and he bundles it home to make it 1-0 it was a good goal I have to say Matoma kind of came short for the ball because he doesn't like running behind he hasn't got the, the greatest of pace gave it out wide to Matoma Matoma squirmed his way in onto his favourite right foot and just slipped it straight through the back line um, of Urendigan and Vidra. Uh, he's kind of stumbling on his way towards the goal, but he nudged it past the goalkeeper, one it up. Very happy. I'm even happier three minutes later when Mentoma plays it back to my left back. That's Catterback. He crosses it for Oot, who brilliantly heads it home. That was uh, something that we've seen a lot throughout pre-season. Caterback, my left back, especially putting balls into the box and Oot nodding them in. He does it again here, so I'm 2-0 up within the space of 25 minutes, very happy, two quick fire goals having kind of halfway towards the next round, uh, Lubich has a strike that's well saved, could have went 3-0 up there, they've had very little I have to say and Oud has another dis- another effort from distance right before half time with a chance to go 3-0 up but again it just goes over the bar half time, I'm absolutely dominating I mean 71% possession, the XG is 1.04 to 0.11 and very happy leading by two goals to nil, second half dreadful, dreadful game. It's it plays in Oot who shoots and it's saved before. It rebounds back to him It was a tight angle at this stage and he tries to slide it in but it was just too tight and it hits the butt of the post. Game peters out really with little else happening in the second half and they advance with a 2-0 win. Happy enough. 15 shots for me. 8 of them were on target and XG of 1.66 and 73% possession. So I've won my first competitive game in charge of Cullen. Is that how you pronounce it? Cullen. Cullen. Kloon, yeah. Cloon, I Yeah, because you said it.
2: butter earlier as well, and I was like, but what? Like, the butter closed. Oh, But Oh, look. Did you hear that little click? He said, "You said something at the end of the last podcast." He was like, oh, "Look at all these marks that I have. Right? I had
1: forty something marks, right? Look at
2: all these things. marks that I have, and yeah. if they're like." So, if people don't know, marking on the recording is for like editing purposes. Yeah. So it got me thinking because I don't listen back to the podcast. <laughs>
0: Did you listen to the last one? No. Why? I did. Why?
2: Is he fucking butchering uh, my words? I
0: won't say anything Are you butchering my words? A 17 hour recording Became 1 hour 12 minutes <laughs> Just a little copy here And a paste there And all of a
1: sudden Yeah <laughs> It's amazing it's what you can do with that. Goal, It's amazing though. what you can do With artificial intelligence
2: This is bullshit I want myself unfiltered On this podcast <laughs> So do I by the way Is he editing? <laughs> you fucking edit it back You edit the game And now you're editing my words This is becoming way too meta Of course I do <laughs> so, Like did you, you, you take? Edit- do you think this is gonna make the podcast? <laughs> this better make
0: the podcast. <laughs> this is, what this we is do, gonna be
2: bigger than fucking the Justice League release the Snyder cut. I gotta go I gotta start an online campaign just going, release the fuck cut.
0: Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Did, oh, come on. Are my curses still in it? Uh, Uh, I don't know This is like a panorama Exclusive Yes but We've done our own Investigation on ourselves I listened And ousted ourselves As a bunch of liars I listened to like The
2: first minute Just so we get that Fucking number On the Spotify (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like Okay
1: I'm done Uh, You son of a bitch Hey, look! It's all about quality control. That, no, quality no, no, no,
2: no! No wonder we have no sponsor. Sure, <laughs> like the, you know what? I, I, I like that Shane guy, but he's been a bit inauthentic.
1: <laughs> I need to see a true, unfiltered version. Can't believe now. that he said, "I am a Liverpool supporter." <laughs> 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 You've got a cup game to get through, English lad. Yeesh. Yes. You have one of my players now. Who do they? Yeah I bought one of their midfielders because he looks class English lad. And then I loaned Toby, Tobias Beck
2: I don't need not And then
1: uh, loaned him back to the club for the year
2: Anyway Kyoto cracked the crossbar from nearly the halfway line Ken Jesus With a rocket of a shot Then Kyoto once again another fucking mad shot out and over I was kind of like you know what I like her exuberance <laughs> Keep going Keep going Demi Moore after 10 minutes Because fuck pal You're only 10 minutes in. How could you be demanding more Again, this, get, this gets more unhinged <laughs> Right This gets very unhinged Towards That's the end like of the podcast That's like 70 minutes in Alright uh, Kyoto another mad fucker Of a shot right after And I'm like Yeah Demi Moore of that as well um, I might tell him to shoot less though Because they were all off target I know he hit the crossbar, but that still counted as off target. <coughs> uh, Belmar then pulls off an absolutely cracking save to give a corner from their very first shot. Iago goes down injured, and they are doing very well now, this third division side. Kyoto finally gets our first shot on target, and I. Want to go a bit more positive than disaster? They take the lead, long ball over the fucking top. None of my sixteen defenders could have been able to stop it, which is so annoying. Half time, water bottles kicked. Already? I kicked that motherfucking water bottle. This I'm, is your
1: first competitive I, I'm game. I'm like,
2: you know, I'm being all friendly during friendlies, but this is a fucking first competitive game or against a third division side. In Mother the like I have, I, I have a screenshot of my players, but because their names are so long, the letters are so little. So I can't really see. I have Reese Oxford anyway. I have a guy called I, I This guy's name is too long. That guy's name is too long. Iago, who went down injured. Elvis is in there. Ellingson, Kalmar, Cordova, and Kyoto. So that was my first ever competitive starting lineup, who were 1 0 down. Anyway, Kyoto comes out. How many fucking chances does this fucker need? He scruffs another one. Vargas and Pepe are on, but I'm not tinkering. Because Pepe Or Vargas is a, is an attacking Right or left midfielder But I'm not going to tinker I'm going to put him As an attacking midfielder But in a centre of three I go more attacking My last two subs Are are, are coming on Because obviously I had to replace Iago I think I did that With Fabi Martins And 35 year old is on We finally score strova Heads But it's from a corner And it was ruled out No, oh. For offside And I was like How the fuck can you Be ruled out for offside Motherfuckers didn't have Anyone on the post <laughs>
1: <laughs> really um, yeah they had nobody on the post I was like what every other team put somebody on the front post or the back post yeah so, like, there the was no one on offside. the post
2: Um, so Dang. that was and it was barely offside Kent like I mean one of those fucking VAR little fingertips offside I encouraged them then it's end to end we have 70% possession I go full Leroy Jenkins ends 1-0 I get knocked out how did the board find it I I went to the board, and they said they wanted me to be competitive in the Pokal, and apparently I passed that remit. Really, really, I had a very competitive game against this the Division Three <laughs> song, but it has a little fucking green little tick beside it,
0: and oh, then after shit. that,
2: okay, I cha- you know the way I, like, I changed team captains after that then because okay. they asked me who do I want oh this person like the people that had as captain had like five leadership
1: and I was like well you can yeah, fuck I and it was the guy I missed it I missed the trick there I was asked to pick the captains and I knew uh I knew on both like the captain is a, what's his name Japanese centre half he's like 39 heading for 40 how the fuck should I know but still getting game time there so I'm not entirely sure like, like, he's, he's not going to play for me
2: I, all this I went and had a chat with them and they were all like
1: Cool about? It. Oh, oh! I actually backed out of the conversation about it.
2: Yeah, there you go. Hmm. What's this uh, I have something interesting just popped up there, which is Brentford striker Ivan Tony named in the England squad. Dang! Uh, <laughs> despite facing an FA investigation to do with gambling rules, she scored 16 Premier League goals but has been charged with over 250 alleged breaches. James Madison also been called up. No place for Ben White or
1: Trent Alexander Arnold. That's fair enough. Trent's been fairly stink of late. Ben White is is Ben White is Ben White still playing for Arsenal? Has he been kinda of hit and miss? Uh no, he was playing right back for him. I'm wasn't sure he.
0: Yeah, he's playing a bit. I know Tommy Yasu has come in once or twice, but generally it's Ben White, at right back.
2: Yeah. England have a have like a fairly fucking solid right back. Like they have Trippier in there They have Kyle Walker They have Trent You could count Wan-Bissaka And a bit of a resurgence for him And now Ben White but so They're fairly solid
0: talk Before the World Cup wasn't it? Yeah Who do you bring at right back mm. they have a But
2: Trippier them. can play right
0: and left back Yeah but I think so. Trippier is the best Myself Personally he Scored during the week didn't
1: he Or scored, scored last weekend Assisted, assisted? Oh he yeah. assisted yeah. it? I, I think
0: it just I all around right back I'd probably play Kieran Trippier I think Ben White's probably The best defender Kyle Walker's got the most pace Alexander-Arnold's the best attacker but if you want a really solid right back, I think Trippier is your man. And it's been a massive team. boost for Newcastle. Like. Yeah. yeah, He kept them up. Uh, he, they fucking love the him A couple of there, other so. signs. He's just so solid he was. Though. He's a Man City youth player as well He was yeah, yeah. He's so solid at right back I actually think United Should have went in for him A couple of years back
2: Oh Well there was a lot of, yeah, talk, of talk at that
0: of that time um, um, wan just hasn't developed His on the ball game at all 50 million for Wan-Bissaka yep. like, wan is not bad Like he's uh, 50 million is too much But like he, he's, could, he could play in the back three I think at right centre back Yeah I know But job. like
2: When when you look at Wan-Bissaka right And that ball is coming in From the left right And that could be going Back post or whatever Wan-Bissaka yeah. is fucking Never anywhere to be found you look at his positioning and you can see it before it happens you're like Where, what the fuck is he doing it's like he doesn't know someone's over his shoulder in one on one situations yeah solid attacking wise I know he gets pretty fucking lambasted for that but he's been doing okay under Eric Ten Hag but his positioning is just always all over the
0: fucking shop. he's, he's been he's not about second right back though like if he was your second choice, yeah.
2: Right but back. fifty million for a second right back? I know, oh, I, know yeah, I know, I know. It, City, yeah. do that all the time as well. So. But they have
0: the resources to do yeah. it. Yeah, but so do United. United must have it. Like I think if Aaron Mbah is your your, if Aaron Mbah was at Liverpool, say I don't think Alexander Arnold would have played as many games. You know, there's no reliance on him. But Liverpool just don't have the money at all.
2: Well, United are going to still be in in for a right back, I think, in the summer anyway. It has I mean. to be
0: the, the two they have with. The I like the look. Ah. The low
2: twenty three. I know what that he's dude. young,
0: like yeah, you but got, he's not going to last it. under Ten Hag
2: why won't he, ten, he Hags, won't. Ten, ten Hag seems to be fucking I don't know if one, bissaka can last like, under Ten Hag either well, no yeah. well that was all the talk isn't it until Deleuwe got injured, injured you need
0: better fullbacks I know I said this last week on the podcast that Man United need better fullbacks than what they have
2: we'll just, we'll just buy the whole fucking Ajax team that's what it looks like because everybody that we're linked to it tends that's to be weird, like Justin Timber uh, there was a new young lad Who's up for say Or going for free At the end of the year Oh Eric Ten Hag knows him So he's going to bring him in Yeah That's a waste of
0: time That'll get you nowhere
2: I don't know Martinez was a quite good purchase And okay. hopefully ho- Hopefully Anthony comes good Like there is glimpses of Him And between him and Sancho There is one
1: good foot there so. I think Anthony <laughs> I think Anthony we'll Anthony see. just suffers From the price tag
2: well, yeah, but he doesn't really suffer it, though, yeah. in the same way like Dar- Darwin Nunes is getting shit you'll like, have to between see, Anthony yeah. and Rick Carlson, like they're not they're not getting a lot of fucking shit for but you'll, you'll have to
0: bear in mind I don't think any of these signs can be touted as good signings yet even Casemiro who's been remarkable this season but those signings that Eric Ten Hag has made have to be part of a starting 11 and a nucleus of a starting 11 that eventually wins the league title what about Martinez he's been okay this season he's been good like he's been 7 out of 10 or that but if this is as good as it gets for those signings, then they're, they're not successful signings. Because Harry Maguire and Aaron Wambasaka are also part of Man United teams that finish second, actually, and third, and mid top four. These guys have to win the league, or at least challenge right until the end, I think. Let's get back to the virtual world because
1: we we, we derailed it last week. Let's address the truth of it. But the the conversation is good. But we derailed
2: it last week just to talk about Man United and Liverpool, and then we're going to do it again. We have to understand that there is an Aston
1: Villa fan Uh, now amongst us. There is. Is it Tom Hanks? We don't know. We're not entirely sure. It'll be good with Emery. Um, that will be good I'm going to start the league side of things uh, because we go up against defending champions that are Bayern Munich uh, they're expected to destroy us uh, before the game I'm reminded politely by the board of our expectations for the season which is be competitive in the Champions League finish in the top half of the table and then reach the latter stages which isn't to be competitive in the cup It's to reach the latter stages of the cup I don't know what the latter stages are I assume it's like the or something uh, we have an absolute nightmare of a start so inside the first 10 minutes they've had 3 solid attempts on goal um, but we're already down to 10 men because Fuscovic who was kind of pissed at me playing him so what a he has a trait about getting forward whenever possible and I'm like I need a centre half to stay back so it's like, just hold your position, you'll be grand. He's like, this is a total conflict. I want to get forward, you're telling me not to go forward, I'm not happy. So he takes Figueri and he kind of strays forward and he's up around the like the right edge of midfield, I don't know what he's doing out there, and then goes in for a two-footed uh, tackle and sees a straight red card after eight minutes. Um so it was fucking balls Uh, Musiala has the ball in the back of the net on 11 minutes I no longer like Musiala Uh, Goretzka sets him up 24 minutes in though it's 10 plays 10 Uh, they have somebody sent off for an equally stupid challenge on the opposite side of the pitch Uh, both of us now playing without an attacking midfielder I had to drop off Uh, Boré reverted to four at the back for fear I was going to get torn apart by Bayern Uh, so Hasebe Hasebe, that was his name the Japanese guy and my captain who's 39 so he comes in Uh, Boré is gone so I have fucking nothing from him which means I have no supply up to Belgium so he's going to get fairly outside of Moani, but he's going to get fairly isolated for the game uh, they actually end up taking off Musiala after 35 minutes I don't know why but it doesn't matter a fuck Kimmich has the ball in the back of the net Skins Decker on the right hand side of the box leaves an absolute trail of destruction in his wake I mean he's dragging 4 or 5 of my players with him into the 6 yard box Slots at home easily. They've also hit the crossbar once. They've hit the post. They could be 4 or 5 nil up handy. We're heading into the break. 2-0 down. Mane's been having a great game. We have had one shot on goal all half. Uh, it was off target. And it looks like we'll genuinely never get near uh, their box. 57 minutes in. Game over. Kimmich with a free kick. Trap can only parry it. When he does, he pushes it straight into Mane, who's unmarked. Rushing in. Six yard box on his foot in the back of the net, easy money. Leroy Sane makes it four nil. Alfonso Davies set hims up or set him up. Uh Omega comes on in the second half for Belgium, and to be fair it gives it a good crack. Um, Like, we're not sitting back. We're still trying to take the game to Byron, but it's absolutely hopeless. We hit the post in 79 minutes. We do get a goal. We finish as 4-1. Kamada with an absolute belter, to be fair to him, 20 yards out in injury time. Uh, And we managed to get shots off in the second half, so we had won all of the first half. We added six more in the second half, but we were torn apart, never once looked like a threat. Bayern are ridiculous... Uh, we finished with 9 shots actually a bit heavier 9 shots on goal 3 of them on target so we got 3 on target in the second half an XG of 0.8 they had 23 attempts on goal 13 of them on target 4 of them in the back of the net uh, the best players for us Gotcha and uh, Kamada in the midfield boat with a 7.4 uh, tough start to the proceedings but as the scores go for the rest of the, the first round of the league uh, we were absolutely smoked and we're starting on the Bottom of the table. Ha! Yeah. Ha! There you go. Edit your way out of that one. I'm sure you'll find a way.
2: I probably will. I'm sure you'll find a way. Confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah. Stop fucking with that click. Don't Stop don't, with that editing I, click. I, I'm literally turning my microphone on. Bullshit. You're fu- that's a click going, edit that part out. <laughs> they might realise. <laughs> um.
1: So, where do you go for the week?
2: Armenia, Beelfield at home. I'm second at the start of because the you're in
1: alphabetical
2: yeah record. so i, I just, i'm i'm going to keep that momentum They're, they're first aren't they? yeah <laughs> so it, oh my god first place first place seconds so i just want to keep that momentum going <laughs>
1: I'm sorry I actually I, I, In all the weeks We've been looking In all the weeks In the two weeks That we've been looking at Germany I never figured uh, You are absolutely In second place I'm in
2: second place man and, whew, You know it's It's been a tough slog already And fair play to Armenia Belfield like, They're only newly promoted So they're in first um, So congratulations to them I, I changed up my team a, a, a small bit And I brought in a few players That maybe I didn't give enough Pre-season stuff to I brought in a guy called Bumlicker Jesus, what? He's my captain
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy I changed it Do you, you genuinely just make a guy called Bum liquor your captain because of his name?
2: <laughs> yeah, kiss his ass, man Kiss my, no, it's Bum Linger, but it's Bum liquor now So Bum liquor's in there uh, Kyoto, there's Nerd liquor. Um, 35-year-old's in there And then, oh lord Gwibbe, <laughs> Like, so many people that I probably shouldn't have played Anyway, the first and even the new goalkeeper that I brought in, Belmar, he's out for Kubik. Uh, first highlight is fifteen minutes in. Ivana Sick, back from injury, immediately gets a yellow. Then on 21 minutes, they go down to ten men. I'm like, fuck yes. But well, some shit game to watch, to be fair. Uh, from our fifth corner in the game, we hit the post. And then we had a chance and I seen a ball be put through to my striker Nerd Licker. now Nerd Licker was running after the running after the ball and then the ball seemed to slow down and he ran past the ball when he was through on goal
1: as in left the ball behind him
2: as in like so the ball is being put through he's running and he runs past the ball but the ball seems to kind of like roll backwards a bit <laughs> neither Lichner it's Nerd Nerdlicker. <laughs> Nerd Licker. Little dickhead, Um And Baumgartlinger No it's Bumlicker We're battering him anyway I'm trying to get Bumlicker To galvanise the troops But it's not happening uh, I have seven fucking corners At half time And it's nil all But I'm very I, t- I tell my defenders I was like Look They haven't even got a shot off Very happy with your defensive work
1: Are they, they, are they playing a man On the post for the corners
2: n- Yeah no, Negative reaction A negative reaction from To a half time well, team talk From a half time Very happy with your defensive work a negative reaction Me, less motivated loses focus what are you want? why like in what reality does that fucking make like sense the
1: half time the half time team talk that you just gave in the previous game that got you knocked out of the cup was you kicking water bottles and coming in screaming
2: yeah because it was down 1-0 that's a fucking perfectly okay response Calmar and Cordova's on I go more attacking there's a lovely passing exchange and then Cordova fucks it up so he's like Pre-season, it was just all just it was it was done. So I wouldn't sell him, even though he was on the transfer list. Then I took him off it. Uh, I bought bring on hand for Kyoto. Kyoto is going to annoy me. Okay, so even though I said I wasn't going to tinker. I tinkered <laughs> Alright I tinkered One week Yeah uh, one game Like one, one fucking The first game in the league Well they were down to 10 men though So I was like I need to go more attacking I need to bring on Vargas on I need to bring on Martins on I go 4 2 2 2, two, two Full Leroy Jenkins We're all over him On the 88th minute Can they get their first fucking shot I thought it was in I thought I was like this is sporting all over again I thought it was in um, like I seem to do really well in possession like yeah. possession best games so I just don't have like if I was Man United you know I'd be class uh, Cardova then I thought I won it he fluffs it at the final moment finishes nil all Happy? No I mean I, happy with a nil all Like no, is it a happy fair, with is it a nil fair? all to a newly promoted team who played 70 minutes of the game with 10 men Yeah No I'm
1: not happy Ken I'm not. But they, did they put it up to you so that like
2: their first shot was on the eighty eighth minute.
1: Yeah, so defensively they put it up to you. No.
2: It's just that my lads were fucking Terrible. Not, they weren't getting shit on target. Like I think I had like fucking nineteen shots or uh, something with three or four on
1: target. But then you only have yourself to play.
2: like what the fuck is this shit?
1: No, yeah. oh, I don't I don't have top quality streakers. Yeah, but you've got an unbeaten start to the season. You I conce- am unbeaten. You didn't, you didn't and concede four. And I'm over you on the table. You so. are up to anybody is over me on the table, Robbie. Who did you get? Union Berlin at home is my first league game. I should oh, so say look at, that's a decent game. <coughs> yes, have, televised.
2: Don't act like you know about Union. Berlin. No, you
1: know I mean. no, but look, it going back to Geraldo Becker, who is tipped at twenty-five to one. At least the sixth top goal scorer in the Bundesliga for this
0: season. For them, for Union Berlin. Uh, yeah, I find out why. Um, he, they're in Europa League action tonight I should say so they're obviously quite a decent outfit and uh, they're doing quite well in the Bundesliga as well they're actually fighting for it in, in real life this is Um really? Oh they were for a long time I think they've fallen off a bit of a cliff now recently they were punching well above their weight but they're still in the contention for Champions League football uh, if I... I'm waffling oh, here, playing, so you can come in with yeah. Where they they're are. They're, <laughs>
1: they're they're playing Union uh, saint Jules.
0: Yeah, they, they're nice. the club,
1: They are the Belgian club that have the Irish sporting director. Yeah, I think they're man it. from yeah, yeah. fucking Limerick or somewhere. Nor- Their Nor- fairness Nor- to them, they're fourth in the Bundesliga, yes, that's right? Twenty-four league. games played. They're only seven points behind Bayern, who have fifty-two. Uh, Dortmund are second with fifty, and they're level on points with Leipzig. Uh, and level on points with uh, Fre- Freiburg Freiburg yeah. um, who they're just ahead of them on goal difference but
0: f- front the table it's good going like they're inside the Champions League places yeah, for yeah. sure so they're quite a decent side, so it's a tough opening game but as I said it's televised um, I should say just one point to note is I've got Wolfsburg at home in the DFB Pokal uh, so that's who I've been drawn with in the next round oh, which is yeah. the last 32 and also they have been relegated last year if I remember correctly so they, they are now a Bundesliga two-time side um, same team as pre-season because why not uh, game starts Martel has a strike that hits the bar but it was again one of them it just kind of looped and hit the top of the crossbar the goalkeeper was never moving or anything it was nowhere near the goal but it was just kind of just dropped in off the top of it but nothing really much happening uh, Matoma finds himself in the box but his shot is fired over it's the best chance of the half and that was the first half unfortunately I mean, it was a really, really, really bad game. Two shots each, none on target. An XG of 0.10 for me, 0.02 for them. I've had 61% possession to their 39. And I have written down here, absolute snorefest, And that's exactly what I was. It was such a dour game. It was actually frightening. Ouch. second half begins Oot scores straight after 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 half time some great play but VAR rules it for offside unfortunately but then he doesn't they don't rule out the next goal which is not good from my point of view because the man that you mentioned there Ken Becker gives him the lead from nowhere when he slipped in and finishes that makes it 1-0 it was too easy that was their first chance of the game like I said for their XG was almost nothing at half time and to concede a goal was just really disappointing mm. and then I have a bad feeling that I'm not going to create an awful lot more chances um, he has another chance that saved he goes through Mattel then um, or Martel's sorry rather um, has a strike but you know, it's saved, this is kind of right at the end of the game and I'm looking at it thinking I'm not creating anything here uh, it was from about 20 yards out and it was easily gathered by their goalkeeper and I end up losing 1-0 on the first game of the season at home in front of a packed stadium it ends up with 5 shots for them, 3 on target so they had the better of the second half, I can't get away from that I had 4 shots only the 1 on target, that last strike by Martel in the last minute um, XG was .16 which is depressingly poor 0.50 for them, which is actually incredibly good when you're playing against a good side. But ultimately, mm. the the chance fell to Becker. He took it, and that was the winning and losing of the game. 56% possession, but a disappointing and a poor start to the season. And yeah, I was just really disappointed with how it went. To be honest, which um, just a bit toothless in attack, a bit, a bit. I suppose what what's the f- the word I'm looking for? Not not streetwise enough in defence mm. to just say this is a bad game. We're not going to create an awful lot of chances. If we get a goal, we'll be doing very well. The likelihood is we're not going to score. So how do we get a positive result out of it? We keep it dead tight at the back, don't let them have any clear cut chances, and hopefully with a bit of luck, we come out with a nil nil and we go from there. Uh, poor result to start the season, really. I would have liked to draw at least. Wanted to win, obviously, uh, but I lose. Yeah. Have you seen who you're coming up against next? Me. Yeah. I think it's Bayer Leverkusen. Okay.
1: Oh, who who have who have just sacked Shabby Alonso as well? Or sacked them in the off season at least. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say like one game. Yeah, I don't know
0: I don't it's know who's, uh, Who, who's running that club. <laughs> <Yeah, I don't laughs> you know, Given the whole preseason, nah, the they, transfer window they and finish, everything.
1: They finished sixth while we were playing at Portugal, so they, they sacked them at the at the tail end of it. They're doing um, worse in real life. Oh, Jesus. I brought up real life again. You did, uh, yeah. We're let's got, let's like, have uh, a look. <laughs> uh, the Bundesliga table. Yes, yeah. You have you have a look at that. So I'm gonna go to like the, and that's it for the games for this week. I've got Bochum next to round out August. We've got five league games in September. That um
0: They're ninth. Uh, they're ninth. Sorry, they're okay. ninth. So I've got six points off Europa Conference League. 11 points off Europa League and Champions League so be surprised if we see Bayer Leverkusen on the continent in the 2023-24 mm, season Sure enough uh, RB Leipzig Freiburg Mainz
1: Furth and Union Berlin are among the next games uh, for me as well I don't know what I learn out of playing Bayern other than they were wholly expected to win I, I don't know if they like they won everything available to them last season by the Champions League Um And they just look uh, Unplayable We draw Hoffenheim away For the second round of the cup I think those cup games Are going to be in November Um, I'll be coming coming up Against one or two Former Benfica heads Who I offloaded uh, Before uh, quitting out On the Portugal side of things Um, do, Do we learn anything Or do you learn anything From the first game of the season No Nah very little Anything you'd be concerned about? Yeah. Everything. Everything. Yeah, like
2: I, I don't want to be this team. I don't want to do be in Germany. I want a big... Don't you fucking edit this. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't you I edit this. Not. You're going to change out the I don't want to. And it'll just sound like, I want to be this team. I want to be in Germany. I could do that. Just no fu- Like I could turn it on again. Like, oh, fuck this. No money. Fucking names I can't pronounce.
1: Yeah, it was like South Africa all over again. <laughs> no, South Africa was great.
2: Right? <laughs> South Africa was, there was Manchester a, United, South do, Africa. There there was are, Bofana,
1: Bofana, There was a cup competition like every second week oh, with 40, 49 trophies to play for for Both the one season. One of the
2: most revered managers <laughs> in all of Irish history.
1: In all of South African
2: football. class, by You know what? And I ta- talked to any fucking Irish publication that wanted to hear my story. Just like your man seems to be doing it, Rem. Oh, oh, Will, oh, Still. Uh, Will Still.
1: Will Still. Yeah. The
2: football manager, football manager.
1: I there's ads running about him now as well and what he's doing and where he's going. Ads. Yeah, ads and documentary pieces and people thinking that this is a great thing. It is, it's madness. It is. I love it. Somebody go out and give him some qualifications. If
2: anybody doesn't know because we haven't talked about it on the podcast. We so, th- so Rem is getting fined twenty two thousand every game because this guy's managing the team. This guy's love affair with football management. Obviously he loves soccer. But people say it stems from football manager he's very like he's quite young and he's on like an 18 game unbeaten streak or something in, in France in Ligue 1 so yeah fucking kudos. Like,
1: look there's still hope left there's still hope you could still do it yeah. Castle Warren have two games left in the league you could still be but like, you manager know, of the but Irish the, team uh, next season people,
2: yeah, go on. people say that oh he's a you know, football manager guy but like he started out with Preston uh, he was a standard liaison, all video analysis and all that kind of stuff and um, became assistant manager at Rennes assistant yeah, manager standard liage it's kind your
0: trade like. but all these things really like badges and you have to have this badge to be a coach at this level I mean it's just consolidation of power and money in my opinion like if so? that guy is clearly showing himself to be better than most managers well in the world because he's at the highest level but particularly in Liga 1 and because he doesn't have his badges the club are fine yeah it's so the same re- then in other in other walks of life as well like you can't I, I'm not 100% sure but like with like you know solicitors or whatever it may be like if, if you can represent yourself yeah. why should you have to pass a bar uh, yeah it's all a consolidation of money and power and wealth and everything by the elites I'm not going into that anymore longer than that because I could go on a rant. Let okay. On, let no, He'll let it out anyway. But particularly in football, because they know that the wealth is generated by the players, and they only want former players to stick in it. I read Soccernomics; it's a really good book, and um, basically, it espouses why people within football don't want people outside of football coming in. Did you read that um, the the secret
2: football manager? Or the secret football player no. Really good books man Kind of goes into the insights of like he's He's been involved in every division And as an agent as well um, The secret footballer I read. Well, Is
1: this not like a, a thing that used to be a, Like inside the back pages of the Sun Or Sky Sports Or I don't know something Were Dave you, Kitson
2: you, you, That's who it's been revealed as Dave you, Kitson as the secret footballer So he's played with Stoke um, Played at so many fucking different levels But like He played for Reading
0: yeah, he, he like he was the a star l- player on
2: match attacks. the 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 level uh, the level the level that he goes into is 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 just fucking fascinating. Like talking about loads of fucking like backstage to, or not backstage. To, here's me with my wrestling talk, <laughs> but like kind of the actual the the cloak
1: and daggeredness of football.
2: Yeah. And talking about like sitting down with managers and that kind of conversation. Yeah. Stuff that like Ben Foster's doing, but not without the, oh yeah, buzzing mate. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. None of that shit. More like, you know, it's a fucking slimy fucking world. But yeah, I, I read The Secret Footballer's Guide to the Modern Game, Tips and Tactics from the Ultimate Insider. And that's how uh, I guided Castle Warren to two Casey Larder McCallum Cup. No, semi-final. Casey Larder Cup semi-final and two Divisional Cup finals. Okay. uh, Are you going to win the cup this year? Hopefully we'll win the league. So basically we have one game left to play. We're (laughs) We're one point behind the leaders, right? Yeah. Our last game is against the leaders. So if we beat them, we go two points ahead. But the leaders have two games and they're playing the team who is in third place. So if we beat the team Evergreen, we go ahead of them. And then Evergreen have to play Tolerone, right? But if Tolerone beat Evergreen... Then us and tolerone get promoted. Oh wow! So oh, so like it's a it's a proper battle in the top three.
1: Oh, sound, okay. I thought it was a little bit less competitive than that
2: one. No, that no it's fairly... Now, Tottenham have to win their game because we're four points ahead of them, aren't we? So, I think
1: so. So, like is that, it yeah. is it... It's two go straight up. It's not like a promotion relegation playoff thing. No, two go straight up. Okay.
2: Now, we, can, we kind of fucked it over with a few, f- f- a are, few are, sorry draws now, this
1: season. Are, are two coming straight down as well? There's not like a balancing out of... Yeah, uh two and two. Two so and two, okay. So that's that. the way
2: historically it's worked. Now, whether they're going to go with three divisions next year instead of, the, instead of the four. Like, we might get promoted anyway. But I don't want promotion. I want to. Win Win the league, okay. so we have to kind of we took it out of our own hands. Pay off of that shitty draw. Administrators,
0: no, huh? Nothing. I said nothing.
2: So uh just go on to the Castle Warren Celtic Twitter page. Show your support for the boys. <laughs> that will do
0: nothing. Why not? What would that?
2: It'll do? galvanize it. It won't create banter in the
1: side. Oh, top banter. Yeah. Get Fuzzy in. Uh, All that said, um, that's where we leave it for this week for the Football Manager Football Show. It has been episode number 111. You can follow us on Twitter at FMF Show. You can get podcasts fresh for your ears every Friday, Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you do your podcast listening, and you'll find the archive as it grows on the website. It's FMFshow.com. Lastly, if you'd like to get in touch by email, you can do so by emailing podcast at FMFshow.com. We will try and squeeze Some crack out of Germany Over the next couple of weeks And we'll talk to you again next week Good luck
0: The Football Manager Football Show Brought to you by Scoreline.ie